the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. This is Victory Lane with Reverend Lawrence Gray Sr., Associate Minister of Grace Bible Fellowship, Antioch, California, where Kirkland A. Smith is the senior pastor. Now, Victory Lane. Welcome once again to Victory Lane. I am your host, Reverend Lawrence Gray Sr. We're going to get right into it. Temptation Part 4 is our subject matter, and we left off at Romans, the uh, sixth chapter, and we left off at the fifth verse. For we have, for if we have been planted together in the likeness of his death, if, if you have been planted together in the likeness of the death of Jesus Christ, we shall be also in the likeness of his resurrection. We must be like Christ. I'm not controlled by sin. I have been risen, resurrected from that old me to the new me in the likeness of Jesus Christ. Paul put it like this in Galatians 2 and 20. He said, I am crucified with Christ. Nevertheless, I live, yet not I, but Christ liveth in me. In the life which I now live, I live by the power of God in Jesus Christ in me. Check this out. There are many versions of the translations of the Bible. I'm so thankful I came up under King James, okay? For this purpose, for, for one purpose, for one purpose really only. And that is this, to put the word in my heart. If I had not, my generation came up under the umbrella of the King James Version of the Bible, <laughs> we'd be kind of mixed up. Because it's like, I'm not knocking you, uh, what translation you use, it's good. But here's the key. David said, that word have I hid in my heart so that I might not sin against God. How do you hide the word of God in your heart? You hide it by memorization in your mind. That's in your heart. In your mind, to your heart. Not the heart that beat. The heart, the, the, the heart of me living godly. I will hide his word in my heart. Now how are you going to hide the word in your heart when you got all these translations? What you need to do is pick one. And stick with it and memorize some scripture. Because if you don't have no word in you, it's hard to fight off the devil sometimes. It's hard to walk holy sometimes. It's hard to live holy sometimes. But if you got word in you, it can remind you and prick you and teach you and convict you. So just remember that. Whatever translation of the Bible you use, use it, stick with it, and memorize some scripture. Put some word in your heart. But Paul said, I am crucified with Christ. That's Galatians 2 and 20. Nevertheless, I live, 
Yet not I, but Christ liveth in me. I don't live for myself, he said. Christ liveth in me. In the life which I now live, in the flesh. Remember, we're warring against the flesh and the spirit. The life that I now live in the flesh, I live by the faith of the Son of God. I live by my faith in the Son of God in my flesh because I'm walking in the spirit, not desiring to fulfill the lust of my flesh because they war against each other. I live by the faith of the Son of God. Why? Because he loved me and gave himself for me. Walk in the Spirit, and you shall not fulfill the desires of the flesh. Romans 6. Romans 6. We're going to start at 6 verse. Knowing this, that our old man is crucified with him. I just read that. I'm crucified with Christ. That the body of sin might be destroyed, and henceforth we should not serve sin. I'm crucified with Christ. And my body does not henceforth serve sin. If I'm crucified with Christ, sin is destroyed. That the body of sin might be destroyed. Therefore, henceforth, we should not what? Serve sin. In other words, live in sin. Check this out. Just because you're a Christian, see... Some of y'all got some y'all got this mixed up real good. I mean real good. Just because you're a Christian does not give you a license to sin. Let me say that again. Just because you're a Christian does not give you a license to commit the act of sin. Why? Because, oh, I'm asking for forgiveness. Yeah, God's gonna forgive you. That still doesn't give you the license to commit the act of sin when you ask for forgiveness, especially when you do it again and again. What do you think is going to happen? What do you think is going to happen? God's going to forgive you. But don't you think somewhere along the line you are going to reap what you sow? The Bible says that. God is not mocked. Whatsoever a person reapeth, that shall he also sow. Another word that another word that said, "What goes around, what finish it comes around." We should not serve sin. For he, Galatians six, no, Romans six and seven. For he that is dead is freed from sin. I'm dead in Christ, and I'm freed from the act of committing sin. I'm free from sin. Amen? Check this out. Now, if we be dead with Christ, we believe that we also shall live with him. Yeah, if we be dead with Christ, one of these days we're going to live with him eternally in heaven. But I'm dead in my flesh with Christ. I'm a new creature. I've been baptized in a new mindset, in a new Walk in my spirit. I'm free from sin. And one day I believe we shall also live with him. Verse 9. Knowing that Christ being raised from the dead dieth no more. Death hath no more dominion over him. Christ rose from the dead and death has no dominion over him. And it continues. 
For in that he died, he died unto sin once. But in that he liveth, he liveth unto God. He died unto sin once when he took on the sins of the world, when he shed his blood on the cross at Calvary. He died and took on our sin debt. But he lives, and he lives unto God. So, therefore, as Christ has done this, it, it continues, Romans 6 and 11. Likewise, check this out. Reckon ye also yourselves to be dead indeed unto sin. Just like Christ died for sin and we believe in Christ and we gave our life to Christ, likewise reckon yourself also to be dead indeed to sin. I'm dead indeed to sin. Christians, you are, you should be dead indeed unto sin, but alive unto God through Christ Jesus. I'm alive in the spirit of God. I'm dead unto sin. The temptation. We're talking about temptation because that's what temptation does. When you give into it, it conceives itself. And after the birth of it, it leads to death. Spiritual death one death. Spiritual death for sure. And could lead to physical death. But, uh, but we're alive unto God through Christ Jesus. Verse 12. Romans 6 chapter. Let not sin reign in your mortal body. Let not sin what dominate, be supreme, control your mortal body. That why? That ye should obey it in the lust thereof. That ye should obey the lust in it thereof. Ooh. I want to do it. But I can't let sin reign, control my mortal body that obey, that I obey and give into its lust. Oh, this temptation is hard. That's why the disciples pray and say, Our Father who art in heaven, how will be thy name, thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors and lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from all evil. For thine is the kingdom, the power, and the glory forever. In Jesus' name, amen. That's in Matthew the sixth chapter. I think started at thirteen. Lead us not into temptation, because temptation leads to sin, and you obey it in the in in it in the lust thereof. Mm. See, check this out. You don't have to leave your house no more to commit the act of sin. Sin will come to your door. You can call up sin and it'll show up at your door. Or you can go see sin and meet it at its door. Huh? It's, it's so, Satan has made it so prevalent and so easy that it's right at your doorstep waiting on you. Waiting on you to open the door and let him in. See, he can't get in unless you let him in. The spirit of lust, the spirit of uh, uh, evilness can't get in unless you let it in. Huh? 
Period. Period. I cannot succumb, give in to the lust of my flesh and the temptation of it thereof because it's going to lead to what? Sin. That's it. That's the bottom line. And like I said, some of y'all already know, you don't have to leave home to commit sin. Somebody asked me, was watching pornography a sin? What do you think? What do you think? What does that lead to? Check this out, husband and wife. Marriage is honorable and the bed is undefiled. Anything goes with you and your spouse. But check this out, check this out, check this out. You watch pornography, you get caught up in the spirit of it. And you watch it. And the passion of lust becomes very powerful. And you start acting in it, in the lust of what you're watching, in the passions thereof. And then here's what happened even more so. You begin to keep it in your heart. How's that? You start thinking about what you just seen, what it was like, how it made you feel, da-da-da-da-da, da-da-da-da. Oh, great, you sound like you're talking from experience. Been there, done that. But I never could. I didn't see, coming up, I didn't see the benefit of watching pornography, personally. I, you know, what what we doing? Yeah, what we doing? Okay, and that's him. That's her. Me and the world, I, I go. I, me and the world, I gotta go get mine. I ain't worried about that. No, I couldn't even go to the before, before the strip club became very popular. Now it's a way of life. I, I can't even. I, man, we going to the strip club, okay? Go to the, I, I go to the strip club, and I'm waiting on the girls to come out. And there's hundreds of men in the club. You know, I, I was in the world then. I said, I'm going to the car. Give me the keys. You know, I'm going to the car. I'm going, I'm going to take a hit, smoke some weed. I'm going to the car. They came back to the car. Oh, did you see this one? Did you see that one? Did you see that one? I say, Anybody got a phone number? Is she coming home with anybody? That's a waste of time for me. If you wasn't coming home with me, I ain't wasting my time looking at you turn and flip and do the splits and the kick around and jump out the back door. Waste of time. The lust of the flesh will keep you in a frame of mind of thinking of what you just seen, which could lead to what? Temptation, which could lead to sin. The Bible says this, Romans 6, 12th verse, let not sin, we went through that, reign in your mortal body, have supreme. Let's go to the 13th verse. Neither yield ye your members as instruments of unrighteousness unto sin. Neither yield ye your body parts 
as instruments of unrighteousness unto sin. Now they got it. Oh, it's crazy now. I, 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 I hear it on TV. Oh, we had a threesome. We had a foursome. We had this. We had that. They're doing it crazy. It's no thought. There's no sacredness in the act of, of, of sex anymore with people. Like, like rabbits. Huh? Like rabbits. Neither yield your instruments. That's what you're doing when you do that. Of unrighteousness unto sin. They got all kind of stuff going on out there. Swingers clubs. Swingers club, husband and wife, switching up, uh, 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 swapping, wife swapping, husband swapping. That's unrighteous. And like I said, remember I told you about your your conscience becomes seared. It's seared in your uh, uh, it's seared on your on your forehead. You can't feel the pain no more. You can't feel remorse no more. You can't feel guilt no more. You can't feel shame no more. You don't feel nothing. You just act ungodly. There's going to be penalties to pay. You know the day of judgment? I believe so. There's going to be so many people going to hell behind sex and money. It's going to be crazy. Neither yield your instruments of unrighteousness unto sin, but yield yourselves unto God as those that are alive from the dead. I rose from the dead. I don't serve sin no more. And your members as instruments of righteousness unto God. I don't use my body parts as unrighteousness. I am walking in the newness of life unto God. Verse 14. For sin shall not have dominion over you. Temptation leads to sin. And sin, when you walk in the newness of life, shall not have dominion, be ruler over you. Ye are under the law, but ye, for ye are not under the law, but ye are under grace. We're under grace. Not the law of God. The law of God, which is good, but we are under grace. Because what the law could not do, in that it was weak through the flesh, we could not Uphold the standards of the law. Romans 8, verse 1 and 2. What the law could not do in that it was weak through the flesh, God sent his only son in the likeness of sinful flesh to condemn sin so that the righteousness of God will, will be fulfilled in us who walk not after the flesh. Grace. Grace may abound in us. We are under grace. Who walk not after the flesh, but under the Spirit of God. I want to make sure I'm saying that right to you. That the righteousness of the law might be fulfilled in us. I'm in Romans 8, chapter 4, verse. Who walk not after the flesh, but after the Spirit. Romans 8 and 4. Romans 8 and 5. For they that are after the flesh do mind the things of the flesh. If you are in the flesh, that's what they do. 
people of the world, mind the things of the flesh, you're not going to change them. That's their way of life. And if you are caught up in it, you are just as bad. Be, be ye in the world, but not of the world. For they do, for they that are after the flesh do mind the things of the flesh. That's what they do. But they that are after the spirit, the things of the spirit. Romans 8 and 5. And number 6 says, For to be carnally minded is death, but to be spiritually minded is life and peace. Carnal. Caught up in the flesh. Because a carnal mind, in verse 7, is enmity. It's an enemy against God. For it is not subject to the law of God, neither can it be. A carnal mind is not subject to God, neither can it be. So they that are in the flesh, they that are in the flesh cannot please God. I'm going back to Romans 6. I'm going back to 14. For sin shall not have dominion over you. It should not rule you. It should not control you. Guess what? You won't slip up. You won't mess up sometime. We all do. All have sinned and come short of the glory of God. There's none righteous, no, no not one. But it don't have dominion over me. Verse 14. Romans 6 chapter. I just read that. Since you not, not have dominion over you, for ye are not under the law but under grace. Thank God for grace. Verse 15. Check this out. Romans 6 chapter. What then? Shall we sin? Because we are not under the law, but under grace? Hey! Remember I just said that last week? Just because you're a Christian doesn't give you the right to live in sin. You know, even though I ask God for forgiveness. Huh? Shall we sin? Because we're not under the law, but under grace. And God's grace, he loves me. He forgives me. Paul finishes and said, God forbid. Verse 16. Know ye not that to whom ye yield yourselves servants to obey, his servants ye are to whom ye obey, whether of sin unto death or of obedience unto righteousness. Whomever you yield yourselves to as servants, whom ye obey, that's who your master is. Whether it's sin unto death or whether it is unto God, unto righteousness. So, it's a choice. That's a good thing. It's a choice. It's a choice. It's a choice. You know, and I know, it's a choice. I'm going to live righteous. I'm going to live holy. As best I can holy do in my human body, I'm going to live under God, and I'm not going to be living unholy. And if I mess up, I'm going to ask for forgiveness and not mess up again. You you can't keep messing up just because you're a Christian. No, you can't be doing that. Why? Check this out. Romans 6 and 23. For the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life through Christ Jesus. But the gift of God is eternal life through Christ Jesus. This temptation is a tough thing. It's not, it's not easy. I'm in my flesh and, and I'm warned against my spirit. It's not easy. 
I got to act godly. I got to be like Jesus. How do I do that? That's a good question. I'm glad you asked. Be holy. How do I do that? Be righteous. How do I do that? Be obedient. How do I do that? You still ain't answered the question. Be God. Be Jesus. That's how you do it. You become what you think. You become who you are and whose master you are under. That's how you do that. That's how you do that. Be ye holy, for I am holy. Be ye righteous, for I am righteous. But these thoughts going through my mind, I know, I know, I know, I know, I know, no, 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 no. I may not be able to control the thoughts that come into my mind, but one thing is absolutely for sure. I can't control how long I think about it. You got to let the Holy Spirit come in and, and, and lead you and guide you and keep you and pray. That's why Jesus said, watch and pray. Watch. Be alert and pray that you enter not into temptation for the spirit is willing but the flesh is weak. Matthew 26 and 41. He's not coming after he's not coming after the people in the world. He's coming after you. He's sending some demons, some some minions. Watch and pray that you enter not into temptation, for the spirit is willing, but the but the flesh is indeed weak. So pray that you enter not into temptation. Lord, keep me. And remember, there has no temptation taken you, but such is common to man. But God is faithful, who will not allow you to be tempted more than you can stand. But with the temptation, allow you a way to escape, so ye, ye can bear it. 1 Corinthians 10 and 13. That is the key scripture to temptation. God bless you. God keep you. Tune in. You can hear all Reverend Gray's teachings at gospel1190.com. Next week to Big Three Lane. I'm your host, Reverend Lawrence Gray. Join Reverend Gray next week as he continues the teaching on temptation. You can hear all Reverend Gray's teachings at gospel1190.com. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com, salemnow.com.